We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a cutter as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi John. Hi Sam. Hi listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month or thereabouts we meet, drink hot drinks and discuss cults, sects and fringe religious groups from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners as it will contain some strong language. And, you know, as far as I can remember, I don't think there's any other horrendous trigger warnings today. What a treat. Like, obviously some creepy shit, but you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you did not expect some creepy shit. <laughs> creepy shit is our favourite kind of shit. Oh no. Do you have a ranking? Somehow I've made that creepy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all for being here and listening with us. If you like what we do, please feel free to get in touch with us. We're on all the your favourite social media platforms at Coffee and Cults, or you can email us at coffeeandcults at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support us financially, you can do that over there at patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults and pay a small monthly contribution to help us make this show. Or you could buy us a one off coffee at ko-fi.com coffee and cults. Uh, We would appreciate that. But also if you're in for the free ride, welcome. Take a seat. Join us here on this frankly miserable evening where we're experiencing the fourth or fifth storm in a row that's wandering through our country at the moment. Yeah, hooray! So what, number one was Brexit, number two, no? <laughs> oh, oh well, hashtag satire. Yeah, it's literally just started raining as we've started recording. Ah, that's miserable, isn't it? It's anyway. good, listeners. It's like we've got, it's a, it's a warm, cosy room. It's Atmosphere. cold and raining outside. The weather outside is frightful, and what we talking about. But it's about February, in... so let's not sing Christmas music. <laughs> I was just going to say what we're talking about in here is probably also frightful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not too frightful. It's. I mean, it's obviously you know it's horrific. Anyway, so I've been doing the research this month. Ooh. We were just saying as we started recording, it's fun to do an episode that's not about Heaven's Gate or seasonal specials. So yeah, this is just a we're regular... back to our regular programming. Yes. Yeah, here is just some weird shit. I guess if you wanted to, you could associate it with, like, I don't know, Valentine's Day because of love things. But is there going to be some romance, Sam? No. no. There is no romance no, here. No, no. And that will make sense as I explain it. So, buckle up, get your hot drinks ready, or your cold I'm drinks. I'm buckled. Oh, oh, yeah, he is. I wish you could see it, listeners. So, I have been researching a Japanese cult, John. So, we're oh, flying nice. over to Asia, eating some... Go on, go on. Keep going with this culturally appropriate <laughs> narration into your story. <laughs> Ooh, well dodged. I, I, I dodged my I Japanese said... hat to you. <laughs> and what's your Japanese hat, John? This one probably needs to go. <laughs> so, I've been researching a group called, and I'm going to apologise now for all my Japanese pronunciation, because despite previously in being a manager of a Japanese restaurant, I do not know how to pronounce anything. This is the group called Ho no Hana Sanpoigyo. Great. That sounded confident. Thanks. Um, which also translates as flower of law or flowers of Buddhist teachings or f- wait, I've got a list now, three law practice. Oh, oh, that third one kind of ruined the nice flowers thing that was going flowers on. Of, flowers of three law practice. That's really hard to say. Flowers of three law practice. Right? Flower three. It's very, so apologies for any lispy lisps. So the founder of this group was uh, a man whose picture I will be putting on the Instagram. Oh no, where is it? Here it is. This man. Oh. 
Wow, he has a bold salt and pepper haircut kind of uh, thing going on and um, a very nice green tie. Yeah, sort, looks... sort of a minty outfit there. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, mint, controversially, a minty suit jacket on a minty background. Yeah, almost like early green screen, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Just a floating head, ooh. He also, I'm trying to read that facial expression, Sam. Um, he looks like he's considering whether to smile or kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listeners, I'm sure you'll agree. I will uh, I'll pop this on, and there's a little caption there that's given John a preview, but we'll get to that later. Oh, I missed it, I didn't see that's it. That's okay, well, you don't need to. You'll find out in a minute. Cool, we're going in spoiler-free list. Uh, so this man's name is Hogan Fukunaga. I'm going to call him Hogan for the rest of this, because that... The surname is um doesn't come naturally to me. Okay. Should we say it that way? Um, and he was known to his followers as the voice of heaven. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So we're Hogan was born in 1945 in somewhere in Japan near Tokyo. Um, <laughs> it was it was near Tokyo. I'm not just saying like oh, I've played in Japan. It was somewhere near Tokyo. I believe you. I didn't write it down, so that's that's as far as we get with that. Um, at the age of 19, Hogan uh, moved to Tokyo itself to work for Toshiba. And while he was there, suddenly in a big city, he like dabbled in fringe religions. And, you know, in the same way as we see with a lot of these people, kind of little sample platter of trying different churches and trying different... Mmm, this church is delicious. Mm. <laughs> oh, this, mm, this, mm, this I has order this church again. <laughs> I'd like to send this church back. I'm not sure it's been properly cooked. <laughs> um, so after, uh, like, is this maths at 19? Welcome to our new podcast segment, listeners. Is this maths? Is this maths? Yeah. So after just a couple of years at Toshiba in 1968, he tried to start his own business, left Toshiba, um, but his business failed. And so 10 years later, he filed for bankruptcy. We're kind of flashing through this guy's yeah. early life because the interesting stuff Starts yeah, yeah. Now. That's brutal, though, to spend 10 years on a business and then have to yeah, yeah, well, pack it in. And, and to pack it in so far that you're bankrupt as well. What we like to call the uh, the Trump method. Yeah, that's it. And then you can just open a university. I was going to say sorry, American listeners, but I'm not sorry. You know he's an arsehole. So, little sad turn now. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> just just with love. Okay. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I am just looking with love, listeners, don't worry. I'm just enjoying Sam's hot takes on American podcasts. Please, please listen. Email us. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, uh, they know the right thing to do. (laughs) That's what you were going to say, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, so, oh no, now we're giggling and I've got to say something sad. I'll I'll probably edit some Mm. of this out, Sam. So let's uh, let's go straight into the next. So in 1978, after filing bankruptcy, uh, Hogan attempts suicide. But he has a spiritual experience during this suicide attempt where in the room that he's in, he is visited by a parade of Buddhist monks who come one after the other and say, save yourself, save yourself, don't kill yourself. You're meant for something more. And finally, Jesus walks through the door. Oh, no, you're in the wrong parade, Jesus. Get out. Sorry, I was looking for the Christian one. Is this something else, isn't it? And Jesus tells him to make the flower of Dharma blossom among all the human beings so hogan takes this to mean that he must definitely be the reincarnation of jesus and buddha all in one wait how can you be the reincarnation of someone who's talking to you oh because he's it's in a it's in a like mirage it's a vision of jesus okay he doesn't really think oh there's jesus he's just got off 70 he's like oh that's that's me yeah i remember being in this parade yeah there we go i was really confused oh i look just like jesus Um, why is jesus doffing that japanese hat to me (laughs) 
Um, so because of this experience, Hogan starts preaching in 1980. He's 34 years old. He's in loads and loads of debt. Um, and he starts writing books. So he's like traveling around Jim Jones style, traveling around, going to little towns, preaching his bullshit. Uh, <clears throat> and then moving to the next one, writing books all the way. Wow. He says he's writing books. Really, he's like getting his followers to write books. And he's just basically saying, oh, hey, uh, Steve, write a book on how to be a millionaire. And so Steve writes a book on how to be a millionaire. Well done, Steve. Hogan pops Was... his name on it. Oh, and then just. And it's his book. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Another one that he wrote is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heavenly power defeats illness. Ooh, that sounds like sound medical advice. Mm. Sam? We'll get some Let more. me just become a millionaire by finishing this book and then I'll get right on yeah. to sorting out my dodgy ankle with that book. With heavenly power. Yeah. That's what you were missing. You got aspirin, paracetamol. No, heavenly power. Um, so he gathers a group of followers and in 1987, they register officially as a religious group as the flower of law slash flowers of Buddhist teaching slash three law, three law practice uh, in Fuji City. Great. So they buy a little bit of land, you know, the followers between them pitch in, buy uh, a little bit of land. It's always odd. I can just, I can just never, the, the bits of these I always struggle picturing are the, the random man shows up and starts preaching with his self-published dodgy books. Yeah. And you go, yep, great. I have yeah. my money. I'll buy you this bit of land. But then bear in mind, we're in the 80s. So land costs and houses cost like nothing like what they cost now. That's true. I suppose it's a little bit and easier. Between a group of you, you can buy somewhere. If you're going to use it for your church and your home. Yeah, I guess so. But so these this little place that they buy, these little grounds, they call the village of the heavenly voice. So Hogan is the voice of heaven. They live in the village of the heavenly voice. So it's pretty much like Hogan Town. Dude's got his own village. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, what a treat. So um, as they're gathering more people, it starts to become that there is a five day initiation at the village. So you hear about all this stuff going on. Cool. I'll come and join. What do you have to do? Oh, you come in for this five day initiation. Ooh. So it's to eradicate your old personality uh, uh, and accept a new way of teaching. Wow. We haven't got to the most most fun bit yet. I really promise John's going to uh, have a little wee-wee in a minute out of laughing. <laughs> That's what I think. Awesome. That's my prediction. We'll um, see. I'll, let me take another sip of drink. Have let's another, let's fuel that of, future moment. Yeah, there we go. Stock up that bladder. Why am I talking like this? Uh, <laughs> Stock up that bladder. <laughs> um, so their basic like tenets of belief are that all suffering are the results of one's own behaviour. So everything that, like, sort of like karma. Is your own fault. But, but a little bit more like, no good stuff is your fault. That's all my fault. The bad stuff is all your fault. Ah, uh, I see. And heaven, okay, so it's like, it's their heavenly duty to tell other people that they meet about the things that are wrong with them. So <laughs> in the same way that the kittens might... Yes, right? yes, you, you are definitely in? damaged. Let me tell you exactly how damaged you are. Exactly. And I, an undamaged person, knows exactly how to identify your damage. It just sounds obnoxious, though, doesn't it? Just walking up to people in the street and going, you're broken. You need because a better haircut. That's basically Why don't you come to our village for yeah. a five-day initiation? Well, uh, so the group had reached several thousand members by Holy heck. Um, and it's alleged, probably by this group, that there were up to 30,000 members. Goodness me, that is an insane number of followers. A lot, right? Yeah, yeah, especially like in a in a country the size of Japan, right? That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Jesus. 
No, not Jesus. No. Oh, yes, no, Jesus, Jesus, but after the other And monks. Buddha and all the monks. So part of the... Jesus, Buddha and the monks, good band name. Ah, yeah. <laughs> part of the initiation... Might be was... hard to get bookings, then, because people might be Jesus, worried Buddha about and the monks, yeah. yeah. I guess you could make it like a monkeys tribute band if you did it, Jesus, Buddha and the monkeys. <laughs> but you just slip in little bits of your ideology. Hey, hey, I'm the Buddha. <laughs> Something sitting under a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, whatever you take from Buddha's story, his uh, sphericity, that's not a word, Mm -hmm. or where he used to sit. That's copyright, listeners. None of you. If we find Jesus Buddha and the monkeys singing around, we're going to know. If you create a Christian Buddhist fusion monkeys tribute band, (laughs) you can have that name on me, listeners. I don't. All I want, all I ask is that Sam and I have two VIP tickets for any gig you have. Everything. Otherwise, yeah. like, I wish you all the best with it. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, I'll, I'll get in with that. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, as we might expect, like with all these other groups, the initiation involves no sleep. So they're kept awake, right? Five so, days? Yeah. So we we know well, that's that... prime hallucination territory then, isn't it? Absolutely. Because it's yeah. after three that you start to hallucinate? Yeah. So sleep deprivation is one of those big, big mind control red flags. <laughs> also, <laughs> that noise, listeners, was Sam struggling to remove a hoodie. No, it was, sure. it was me removing my jacket and also giggling at the, what I'm about to say. Great. They had to walk around the village of the heavenly voice shouting things like, fantastic, and I am living a happy and healthy life. <laughs> Walking around, Fantastic. <laughs> I am living a healthy and happy life. There we go. Yep. Sounds a bit almost like Alan Partridge, doesn't it? I know, yeah. Um, and they would be, so they'd be, you know, this whole group of people doing that. They were still going out for their jobs and whatever and coming back. And this was their thing that they were doing for their, well, not during this initiation period, but as, as Okay, around. so you're, you're sort yep. of cut off for the five days yep. just, just doing the things. Doing the things. They would also be taken separately into rooms. And also, as you joined the group, you would be made to pay for an examination. Oh, no. I haven't got to what this examination is yet, John. Oh, no. This five-day five mini break that I was considering is starting to sound a little bit... Getting a little bit sour, isn't it? Mm. So you know how some people read palms, John? I am aware that some people uh, read palms. I am... Um, I was... Yeah, I'm not sure. Can you... I don't know how much you know about the... Like, none things. at all. I've got a really weird... Uh, my lifeline is strange. Which hand do you do? Because they're both a little bit different. Ooh, that's a good point. Palmus, palm, 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 palmus, palmus, That is the like the most that's formal it. way that yeah. you can. Um, I think it's isn't that one the lifeline? But I've got. But I think I think maybe it's the right hand is the one that you um, read because my lifeline sort of splits towards the end. Oh, does that you mean see you're going to get... sort of branches down into oh, yeah. two bits right at the bottom? And I've never been able to figure out what that... Unless I get cloned, unless that's... Oh, maybe. Or maybe you develop late-in-life schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it light. <laughs> Keep it light. Yeah, I don't know. I did... Oh, mine splits as well, look. Look at that one. Okay. If that's the one that we're looking at. Oh, maybe it just tends to do that more on that hand. Welcome to Uninformed Palmistry. The best visual medium possible. <laughs> two people stare we'll, um, at their hands. We'll put two photos of our palms uh, up uh, oh on my God, yeah. uh, social media. And if you are a palmist um, and would like to tell us uh, what's in store for us in our yeah. uh, life, life, please don't money, feel obliged if it's what you do for a living. Oh yeah, like, no, we're yeah. not. Uh, not well, we are after a freebie. I was going to say. Oh well, yeah, not, absolutely. If you if you happen to, please um please do. Yeah, but. 
I assume palm misters and palm mistresses listening, you don't read feet instead. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, oh no, Hannah oh, it's, ma- it's making me feel tickly already, yeah, Sam, before you even start. It is a famous Japanese foot-reading cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just makes me feel sad for the obscure Japanese foot-reading I cult. I know. Just over in a corner going, no one ever pays attention oh, to us. We read feet too. Um, so... Hogan would personally do all these uh, foot examinations. They would fucking foot fetishist. I know, right? Exactly. Here we go. Here's the. There's the nub of the issue. Is he loves. <laughs> he said, feet. as he <laughs> implied his um, thumbs into your soft soul. Hopefully. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, you need a pumice stone. No. Uh, pumice stone. Yeah. I'm to say so. Okay. No, that's okay. Um, and so he would. So you'd have to pay kind of. A shitload of money to have your feet read, but you're told like, yeah, cool, absolutely. This guy is going to be able to read your feet. He's going to be able to tell you everything that's going on with your life. He's going to be able to give you solutions for the future. Um, it just costs, I think it was like 10,000, I want to say like 10,000 yen, but it might be more than that. It might be more like, I don't know, like $6,000. Okay. What's that conversion rate? So I can do it. 10,000 yen is the largest banknote and Ooh. denomination. So maybe it's more than that. It is. 10,000 Japanese yen is 69 pounds 80. Okay, so no, pence. it was more. It was uh, whatever uh, $900 is. I knew it was an amount that was a lot. Mm. Yeah. So $900 you have to pay. So $900 and you That's get to go. That's uh, 99,000 yen. Oh, maybe oh, I'm so, thinking of a hundred thousand. So close to a hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I, that seemed like too high a number for me to write down. But I did anyway. Um, so that's what eight hundred quid. Nine hundred. Yeah, like or eight fifty something yeah, like that. To have your feet read by a, a man. Listeners, will uh, Sam and I will put pictures of our feet oh, up on no, our social media, and if you read feet, um, <laughs> please do. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm not making that don't promise. Use them I for your own. My feet. I've been standing on them all day. They're not going to be a pretty picture. Um, so he would read your feet. And subscribe but... to our Patreon if you'd like to see two photos of your feet oh. to read. So remember that uh, Hogan had written a book called Heavenly Power Defeats Illness. I do remember that. So somehow in people's feet, he would always manage to see that they were about to die from some kind of disease. They would have cancer. They oh. would get like some sort of horrific well, thank goodness thing. he could spot this how, how is he reading the feet is he looking at them is he touching them is Both? he licking them like the mountie in due southward i mean sure i know he's looking at them and touching them and like examining them okay i hit the microphone sorry for that. stop examining that microphone Ooh, so. mm. uh and so in order to to prevent this disease that's, that's about to kill you it's going to kill you just Buy these artifacts that have been blessed by Hogan. You, you know, there are scrolls that you can buy or ornaments. I love a scroll. Yeah. Or seminars and, you know, these meetings and things. They're going to they're gonna ward off illness. You're going to be all right. Phew. Seminars cost about $45,000 per person. John's just raised Whoa. his eyebrows. Yeah. How, so, how long is a life-saving seminar? Like a weekend. Wow. So, but, you know, you've just been told by this person that you've paid $900 to see that you're going to, about to die from cancer and he's going to be the one to save you. And so all you have to do is come to this seminar. It's only going to uh, cost you this. And for your life, what's yeah. $45,000 for your life? But also, like, oh. the more you charge for it, the more legitimate it seems, right? It's more, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, so there was a picture. Uh, so there was a particular story um, of a woman who heard about Hogan and her her daughter 
had chronic insomnia. So her young daughter just wouldn't sleep and couldn't sleep and oh, was getting no. sick. Oh, I can't think of and um, so this woman used her life savings, her family life savings, to pay um oh numbers a uh, hundred and twelve and a half thousand dollars. One one two five zero zero, one hundred and twelve thousand five hundred dollars to Hogan to to cure this. So she booked on for this these yeah. sessions, paid all that money. She couldn't go to one of the sessions, so she booked like a week of sessions. Yeah, they were going, they were going. She couldn't go to one of them, and so Hogan told her that she was responsible for her daughter suffering. It oh, was her fault Jesus! That her daughter... There was a a sixty year old man who went for his foot reading. He was told he would get cancer if he didn't go to one of these seminars. He was made to buy a scroll, and you thought the seminars would steep. He was made to buy a scroll for $62,000. Wow, that's a lot of dollars. What's on the what's on the scroll? Is it like a... Just some, like, religious bullshit. <laughs> and okay. also a copy of Hogan's handprint. So a lovely inky print. I thought you were going to say, uh, and a copy of uh, Hogan's Heroes, the TV Hogan's series Heroes. on DVD. And, uh, it was a signed uh, headshot of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, and he needed these to help him recover. Wow. This man went to a doctor and he was never ill. Wow. He was never well, ill. Well, yeah. Listen, gee. That yeah. is, thank God he went to a doctor though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He'd still paid the $62,000 for a lovely scroll, yeah. but no no trace of cancer was found. Sometimes you ever. just need a lovely scroll. Yeah. Didn't just limit himself to examining feet. Oh, no. Think of another weird place you might want to examine. Not that weird. <laughs> um, me personally? <laughs> no, one, a, a strange person might want to examine. Um, uh, to predict a person's future. Uh I feel like any answer I give, yeah. people are going to read it to why that's my <laughs> uh, suggestion. Now I've got to find right? out. I'm interested. What, um, 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 so perhaps somewhere that people don't necessarily look all the time and it's not a place that might be in someone's underpants. It's not an underpants place. No, no. Um, uh, armpit. No, but I was thinking armpit too. Well, I was thinking of what other place it might be if I didn't already know the answer. Um, the, the, um, the, sort of the line of your spine down your back. No, it's your navel, your belly button. He would examine belly button creases. Oh, well, I suppose they are pretty unique person to person. Well, yeah, it just depends on how good the doctor was at cutting the cord, on how wiggly the scar goes. Is that the thing that makes the most difference? Yeah. So if they cut it jaggedy, then you'll have a weird. I've just got my finger in my belly button, listeners. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a I just realised what well, I was um, doing. We'll put a photo like, of <laughs> Sam's belly button on social media and Patreon. you can read it. <laughs> That's Patreon. Yeah. The feet and my belly button, they'll be on Patreon. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, no. Patreon listeners. <laughs> if you don't want it, just tell us. <laughs> um, so the reason for that is he said that the navel is the core of everything about the person and the shape of the navel can indicate health. But I wonder whether that's just like, if you're overweight, your navel looks like this. If you're underweight, your navel... Maybe, you know? but also like it doesn't change terribly much your navel unless I guess if you've got an innie, it might get more innie or less innie, right? Yeah. Depending on... Depending Your on current the, weight situation, but that's, that's what I imagine. Yeah, how bizarre! So as the group grows, obviously, kind of uh, MLM style, Hogan appoints other leaders that can also conduct these examinations of the feet and the belly buttons. It's a weird sentence. So his his guidance to them was literally scare people by telling them they've got cancer or they would die young, or they would go bankrupt. They're the, like, three big things that they're like, everyone's feet have to have one of those things in them. I wonder if those are his three fears about his own life. And now I've got some analysis of feet, if you'd like to hear. (gasps) Always. So if you have a blemish on your big toe, 
It means it's a problem that you've inherited from your parents. Hang on. Are we looking at our feet? Okay. Everyone, right. listeners, look at your feet. Everyone, so, uh, so join with us now. I'm just taking my um, shoes off. Yeah. yeah. I've got a blemish on my big toe. Sorry, Mum. Um, are, are we looking at the are we looking at the underneath or the top? I, uh, I don't know. Why not the whole thing? Okay. But I still got, I've got a blemish on there. I mean, a blemish. Does that mean like a mole? I think a blemish is like a different coloured bit of skin, isn't oh, it? Oh, then maybe I don't have a blemish. Well, the skin's all different, variated shades. Anyway. Blemish. A blemish. Okay. Uh, blemish. Noun. A small <laughs> mark or flaw that spoils the appearance of something. Well, my my feet are no, pretty my feet are unspoiled. Anyway. Oh, well, hang on. Oh, you, the lamp that I put on the floor is suddenly coming into its own, <laughs> Sam. Okay. So, <laughs> Just um, take the picture for the Patreon, guys. Don't worry. I don't know that I have a blemish no? on that okay. big... No, okay. So no problems from so your are, you, are we using the same foot? Yeah, you're looking yeah, at your... Yeah, right foot. Right foot. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's a little redder around the nail. Oh, yeah? I've mm. just got a little dry bit. This is so fucking gross. I'm really sorry, <laughs> Good. everyone. Okay, so... Okay, um, no no toe blemishes, no? I think, cool. for either okay. of us. Uh, a blemish on your second toe? No? Problem from your grandparents, if you've got that. Oh, there's... I've not noticed that, but oh, there's... Oh, that's my clipping toe clip. Like, do you see it on my second toe there, Sam? Yeah. It's, like, slightly shinier? Yeah, you know what, John? It looks like a toe. <laughs> um... <laughs> yes, you're right. That's probably just about it. Uh, although, I do have to say, and I don't mean to show off here, listeners, am I going to say this in a podcast yeah, that people are, are going to listen to? I have uh, ankle problems because of a, a, an old ankle injury. Yeah. And when I went to the who's the what's the um what's the man who looks at your podiatrist feet? maybe um he um ad- admittedly was early in his career and had only recently trained and outside <laughs> this job but he examined my uh feet ankles and lower legs and spent a lot of time Sorry, listeners, you'll miss out on this. I'm just going to tell Sam, making this face. This is kind of a frowny, concerned face. Like, like I've never seen that before. What is this object? And he, um, he told me I had the uh, like weirdest combination of... Uh, so I have an abnormally high arches in my feet. Yeah. Uh, sort of, uh, is that hammer toe? That kind of pointed oh, yeah? okay. toe uh, in the middle. Um, the, ha- the muscle at the back of my leg here is too short for my legs. Oh, so do you find And you my knees are offset then? to my um, <gasps> legs. So if I put my knees forward yeah. properly as they should be, it makes my toe... You see what oh, I mean? Yeah. My feet angle in. Oh, that's um, interesting. And I, and I puzzled this <laughs> young man like at the start of this. He was yeah. like, this is a textbook with everything up. Um, so yeah, okay. So I don't know if my feet are necessarily the best representation for for this. Uh, is your little toe too short? Then your foot is out of balance. That means you have a health problem. Oh, isn't that true for everyone that your little toe is going to be shorter than the others? Yeah. Very clever. Very clever. Very clever. I hope you're enjoying your looking at your toe. own feet right now, <laughs> listeners, yeah, and seeing I which. Hope so. uh, I hope you don't have blemishes, or you do, and that you are aware of those problems. Um, so someone was told. Uh, uh-huh. Are we um, done now? We're yeah, our feet my away. foot got okay. a little bit cold, actually. I bet you didn't expect this to be quite so um, interactive, <laughs> listeners, did you? That was a, that, this is an intimate episode, intimate looking at us. We should have saved it for patrons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a, a man called, and I'm sorry for my pronunciation, I want to say Kikuchi, so K-I-K-U-C-H-I. Kikuchi, I'm going to call him that. Uh, sorry, Mr. Kikuchi, if that's wrong. Uh, so Kikuchi, Sorry, was, Kikuchi was told, uh, your energy is stagnant. Only 30% flows, 70% is stationary. That's a very precise percentage. Yeah, it means something bad can happen to you any time unless you follow our team. So Kikuchi had gone to them looking for help with his, help with his blood pressure, and then he was told that 70% of his energy is stagnant. Oh, no. 
So Kikuchi was like, oh, sure, you're right, and joined the cult. So Kikuchi joins up. He was a restaurant owner, um, but before he could meet Hogan, the cult members that recruited him forced him to withdraw uh, $1,800 for audience with Hogan. So the first meeting, 1800 So in the time between him starting these foot readings, when it was like $900, it's doubled. So is this the people signing up and paying for this stuff, are they members of the cult or are they outsiders and members of the cult? Is it like you get inside access if you give up everything and come and live in the village? Yeah, yeah. So it's like people people will follow and agree and go for foot readings and then some people will go and buy into it and then this is when all the... Uh, bullshit happens yeah okay so after that they said cool yeah okay thank you for this eighteen hundred dollars that means you will see hogan but now we also need another twenty two thousand dollars and that's for you to come to the village wow so he went uh he went for this initiation retreat five days walking around fantastic i'm living a happy and healthy life my feet are blemish free he he was like uh I actually still feel the same. Oh, no. And they were like, okay, well, you have to stay and do another five days. And so they kept him again and kept retraining him until he finally said, I feel different. And people were like yelling at him. Mm, and I feel fantastic. You feel fantastic. That's a little fun mind. Again, a little. It's like being there in the Whoa. in the room with it happening. So again, that's so common, isn't it? That with these things, they you, they're just set up so that eventually you go, yeah, sure, yeah, I feel that thing. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I please, agree please, with please, you. Please. That's it. And so as he quote graduated from this this initiation program, he was also made to pledge to recruit somebody else within seventy two hours. So here's where we get the like multi-level okay, marketing. So this is my idea for a game show. Oh no! This is what we're going to pitch to um to a TV station. Sure. Um, I don't know which one, Sam. TV execs, listen up. TV execs. This is our pitch right now. <clears throat> so the conceit of the show is that uh, each week Sam and I have 72 hours to convert one person to a different religion each week. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How? What? Sure. Just because yeah, it I sounds mean, so impossible, doesn't it? Yeah. Within three days to find someone and convert them to a religion. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Especially one that you've just had that horrendous experience yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you well. really don't want to be. Yeah, you have to do sort of with gritted teeth, I guess. Yeah. Um, so because. It's like, um, like a spiritual challenge, Annika. That's what I'm uh, <laughs> imagining. 90s British kids, if you remember yeah. that TV program. Great. What a treat. Sam and I will be wearing powder blue jumpsuits as we I mean, run from a helicopter. I was a little bit upset Waving the Book of today. Mormon or whatever it might be that week. <laughs> so because, you know, quite difficult to recruit someone to a religion, as as we will find out in Spiritual Challenge, Annika. Uh, oh, is that what. I, Anna, Annika Rice, if you're listening. Yeah. Get in touch with us. We. You can be on board in this. If you want, you're very welcome, Michael. So he recruited his wife. Yep. Yeah. Different Easy. person uh, recruited her. So she paid her twenty two thousand dollars to go to this retreat. It's that is just I can't even imagine having that amount of no. money to spend on anything, much less being able to spend it particularly on that. So she went on her five day initiation, walked around. I'm living a happy and healthy life. I feel fantastic. And then also had to pledge to recruit someone else within 72 hours. And so she recruited her daughter. And then the family paid another £22,000 and $22,000 wow. and blah, 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 blah. I think you get some kind of group discount at wouldn't you? The daughter recruited her husband and her husband paid his 22000 And then his husband recruited his 
three children Ugh. ages 9 11 and 13 the children were too like were too young for this particular initiation they said but they were all told to join a private school so it cost $6900 per person the whole family had to go grown ups children and this is all at the village it's all, all at the village wow. yeah and the family were all like this doesn't feel right because they've all been included you know they've all been made to bring each other in no one else is it's not yeah, coming yeah. from external forces is it now. sort of designed for that i guess the 72 hours thing makes it sort of obvious that you're going That's to go it. for friends and family which yeah. is going to be easy to because you're not going to meet someone on the bus manager are you <laughs> unless you're very charismatic I I am not charismatic, but I might try on the bus tomorrow mm-hmm. to uh, to Just convert to someone, someone to, to, pay to this particular religion. Yeah, I'll let you know how I get on this. So this group leave the uh, this family. Sorry, leave the group after a few years. Uh, in 1998, they leave, and the family are more than a hundred thousand dollars in debt from you know being asked to in the same way that the kittens do you need to pay more stuff you need to borrow money you need to pay more you need to pay more for this you need to buy this you need to oh by the way there's another thing by the way way, there's another thing hidden costs and all that so hogan would wear i am now just picturing hulk hogan i need to remember the picture of the man from earlier do you want to see it again yeah he would wear expensive clothes he would use the members money to buy audiences with famous people as well so that he could go and there he is he just looks very tired now I look at the picture again. He's just He would be, wouldn't you? After looking at all those feet. A little bit shell shocked. Um so the Looking the, at feet does make me sleep. The so he becomes through this this structure, he beca- he does become a multimillionaire. So that book that he wrote, How to Become a Millionaire, cool, he's done it. What if that book just described exactly what he, he was, was doing? Do? That would yeah. be amazing. Yep. Uh like that famous L. Ron Hubbard quote of if you want to make a load of money, start a religion. Yeah. Yeah. Some film, so it's not slander, kittens. <laughs> uh, so these famous people included uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, Pope John Paul II, Bill Clinton, Mother Teresa. He's paid for well, audiences with all I don't, these I don't wish to be political in any way, and Lord knows they would have been better than uh, another round of Trump. But the Clintons really would take money from fucking anybody, oh, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, so his, his like goal was he wanted 10 million people to read his books. So he said, if, aha, here we go. So this is like a sort of peak. 7,000 people lived in this Fuji village of the Heavenly Voice. Okay. A lot of people. If he, oh no, wait, no, they didn't. That was not true. Lies. Why would you lie, Sam? Go back. I've just said 10 million people read his books. He also theorized that if, um, a, is that a, a one or a seven? Either one or 7,000. Either way, it's fucking dumb. That looks uh, like a seven to me. I think so too. If 7,000 people lived in the Fuji training camp slash headquarters and trained for a year, the Unzen volcano, which is an erupting volcano in Japan, would stop erupting. So these people just have to come and and pray and believe in his teachings and learn from him for a year, and then that volcano would stop erupting. Well, job done. Get on that quick. Yeah. Who do Uh, we send to pray at Yellowstone to make sure that doesn't... uh, People that bought MAGA hats. And not ironically. <laughs> um, so in the mid 90s, followers in Japan kind of start going, uh, we're spending all this money. Nothing's really changing for us. <laughs> like you looked at my feet. I gave you a bunch of money. I bought this. The blemish is still there. Yeah, I don't feel any different. And so Hogan kind of goes, oh, I'm just going to pop to America and see how I can do there. So he travels to America in the mid 90s. Doesn't really go anywhere because Loads, the American dream, right? Loads of people try and make it in America. He gets to meet Bill There's Clinton. There's a lot more competition. 
and there's a thing about um oh did i write it down i didn't write it down because it was quite long and convoluted but um he met like Gan- i want to say like gandhi's son or gandhi's grandson or gandhi's Gandhi's okay. nephew or something who was kind of trying to do some weird stuff giving out gandhi awards without the actual gandhi uh, family okay. agreeing to it. it and so he like got an appointment with that guy and was like in i think that's when he met bill clinton uh, okay. was when he got an award from this like gandhi foundation that wasn't actually gandhi oh interesting um so 1996 a group of ex-followers get together and they file a lawsuit against Hogan and the group, oh, and they're suing him for his money back. And so this includes like loads of these housewives that have been caught up by, you know, a man comes around yeah, and offers yeah. to give them a foot rub and read their feet, and then they go from <laughs> there. Please take all of my money. Well, yeah. So, oh, goodness. Yeah. And this is in Japan, uh, this happens. In Japan, yeah. yeah. Three years later, in November of 1999, the police raid the Fuji camp, and Hogan's $2 million apartment. Um, 70 different facilities in this village that are on suspicion of fraud. By this time, the group of people that are filing lawsuits against him, number 1,100, so there's 1,100 <laughs> followers looking very for... very pleasing numerically. Thank I you. Know, 5.4 billion yen in compensation, which is $50 million. Whoa, they yeah. were not messing around. That's so great. But where was Hogan? Hogan was nowhere to be found Hogan, in all these raids. Hogan, Ooh. where are you? So six months later in Tokyo, the police find and arrest him with 11 other leaders. The group was officially, quote, disbanded in 2001. Oh. Um, Hogan was sentenced to 12 years in prison for the fraud of 150 million yen altogether. <sighs> So Goodness not me. quite the 5.4 billion that yeah, the yeah. followers were actually saying, no, this is this how is much what it adds I up spe- to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, Hogan's uh, prison sentence is suspended. So he's actually free to go. He's just got a suspended sentence for that time. Okay. Yeah. 15 of his senior members are also charged with fraud, found guilty. Nine people were sentenced with practicing medicine without a license. Oh, God. Yeah. So he was ordered to pay back uh, two... Um, why do I find numbers so hard to say? I don't know. 227.2 million yen altogether. Wow. And so that's uh, part fraud and then part like compensation, compensation. for wow. the other lifestyle issues that came up. And I found this. This is right at the end of my notes. And it's annoying because I couldn't find any more about this. Oh, uh, no. But four people died in the training camp. Oh, whoa. And okay. so they're like, well, there's manslaughter for these guys as well. But mm, I genuinely couldn't find anything about it. Listeners, please, if you find anything, like, send oh, it over. Oh, wow, amazing. Because I couldn't find anything else about it. But four people died. And has that come out more recently? Than yeah. Everything? Okay. So oh, the right. most recent activity I could find from anyone associated with this group was in the year 2009, when someone popped up on a message board saying, hey, actually, this group hasn't gone away. We're just called Yorokobi Kazunowa now. Okay. So, so they're still going. Do they, is the village still there, I wonder? Uh, wow. No, it was all like disbanded because those buildings were found to be like criminal Oh, so buildings. they were all re... Re... Yeah, re, uh, re- distributed? What do you do with buildings? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm very uh, little. Reallocated. Reallocated. Rezoned. Reincarnated. Uh, uh, maybe. Sure. They came back as... Uh, trees who knows reduced recycled okay and that group uh i just closed my book confidently yorokobi kazu no wa can't find anything about them so i imagine that that give us 10 years and we'll find out a bit more about them 
Wow. So that's the story of Hogan Fukunawa and the Japanese foot reading cult. Foot reading cult, lovely. A little shiny one with not too much drama. Shiny like your feet. Like your your toes. (laughs) Like the top of my toe where it's. Yeah. Um, I'm always going to remember that you have shiny toes now. I don't. I want to be really clear, listeners. I don't (laughs) have shiny toes. It's just under the lamplight. Under the lamplight. Like the (laughs) old folk song goes. My second toe looks <laughs> shiny as fuck. Collect at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, my toes do collect at my feet when yours collect. The wrist, no, weird. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, listeners. I certainly enjoyed it. That was great. Thank you, Sam. Thank Foot you, John. reading. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's still like, you know, like sometimes bits of religion stay on independently of the group if foot reading is a common... If you're a foot reader, do get in touch We've with already us. asked them. I they know. will. Just, <laughs> just, want to remember, just in case they weren't sure in the last, we do genuinely want to... Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us or recommend us a group to look at next month, we're always happy to have suggestions. So just email us at coffeeandcults at gmail.com or message us on Instagram or Facebook or any of those fun places. And thanks to those of you that have done that recently. We really appreciate every message uh, that you get and we will uh, always say hello to you and get back yeah. uh, in touch. So, yeah, thank you for that. It's good we thing. genuinely really love hearing from you. So thank you. Thank you for that. Please leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on little purple icon apple podcast guy or stitcher or you know what you spotify or other you things you can't do reviews on spotify find out li- that, that your mission just should if, you choose to accept it if you're if you're on spotify and you find that you cannot leave a review just uh just shout it out in your office coffee and write salt. a review on your foot and, and take post a picture of it on <laughs> Well, there's like there's there's a there are whole libraries of feet pics, aren't there? On I remember. Uh, I would imagine so. Yeah. Carrie, whose podcast we also listened to, was talking oh, yeah. about that recently. Oh yes. Um. Um. What's it? It's got a hilarious name. What's it called? Don't know. Uh, Wiki feet. Wiki feet. There we go. What um, um, Which is yeah. John didn't have to remember that. He looked at his bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't so much as glance in the direction of my laptop. Listeners. The listeners don't know that. Oh no, this, is, <laughs> this podcast has ended up being characters. On both We've been quite cruel to each other today, I feel. Jibes. 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 It's been all fun. I jibe you. Uh. Oh no, we can't end on that note. Um, <laughs> so, um, thank you very much, uh, listeners, for being with us. Uh, we'll see you again next time uh, with more cult-related content. Yes. Um, do get in touch with us if you'd like. If you'd like to... Uh, Uh, support us in the uh, finance of making this podcast you can do that at patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults or at ko-fi.com forward slash coffee and cults um and give us either a regular or a one-off uh contribution we would appreciate that otherwise have a good time (laughs) i was gonna say have a good time with your feet oh my god why not i think i'm tired uh i think that's how we should end everyone have a good time with your feet (laughs) <laughs> if we um, see an explosion of uh listen oh no that again is the wrong phrase of listeners from the foot fetish community sam i think we should take all of their clicks and reviews that's okay yeah we will you're welcome foot fetishists uh go to patreon uh, give us some money and you get to see the feet <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh. this is gonna be how this one ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're going now we love you love you bye, bye. <laughs> Oh no. We're too silly. <laughs> We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cosmic being. I found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch 
land with a cover as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that he can suffer violence, and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults.